Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. This is Danielle Hodson. Thanks for joining us. And uh, I'm here again with my husband, Daniel Hodson. Hey there. She let me come back into the studio. <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah. So thanks for joining us um, this week and also this year as we study very slowly through the book of Proverbs. And that the purpose of that and the desire of that is to just look closely at things. Last year, we sort of sped through the Old Testament and we just want to flip it this year and take a look at at the Word of God closer and that that we can study both ways and there's fruit both ways and so we're hoping to to model both of those um, those ways to you so we're we're studying authentic wisdom looking at the words mostly written by King Solomon and this week we are talking about Proverbs 16 verse 33. It says, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. Yeah. So this will be fun. So, uh, honey, so the lot is cast into the lap. What What do we know? What's a lot? Well, you know, we had to study this a little bit because we've, at least I've always just kind of assumed that that was a metaphor for how they would really seek God but it was literally like drawing cards or rolling a dice or who literally has the short end of the stick and that's how they would make decisions uh, to avoid arguments and say well this was the will of the Lord and so we're stuck with it Mm -hmm. and kind of to eliminate contention and argument Mm -hmm. and it was just this is what it is and now we have to abide by it. Yeah that's what I was reading too that it's it was seen as whatever the result was, they would uh, literally like flip coins or sticks or dice, um, and and that would be seen as what the will of God was. Yeah. And all the parties involved would would have to go into it knowing they would accept the results. Yep. Because it was impartial. It was not because of human intervention. It was unbiased. Um, and so that's what King Solomon is saying. The lot is cast into the lap, the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. So he's saying the lot's guided by the Lord. Right. Um, and this is, you'll see it a lot through scripture. Oh, get a lot. Um, <laughs> you, you'll see it a lot through scripture. <laughs> but, um, sorry, bad joke. <laughs> you'll see it often through scripture. And so when you read that, that's what they're talking about. But we actually stop seeing it when we get um, into the New Testament. So it's Acts chapter 1 that we see that. And then why? Why do we think? Why don't we see it anymore after that? Because that's when we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because he is to to lead, guide. Like, Like we heard from Pastor yesterday, it's that steps through it's it's godliness to to wisdom it's all part of that Mm -hmm. so that the holy spirit in us can guide us to all truth to guide us through um the decisions of the day he cares about those moment to moments Mm -hmm. and there's no decision too small or too big that he a 
doesn't want to be a part of and B doesn't have an answer for. Right. He wants to be a part of that and not just have it rest on human wisdom. Yeah, he's walking through us. And in fact, we even learned that after the early church, they they forbid casting lots. Right. Because it seems in, in a way easier to depend on that, right? Like, should yeah. I do, should I go to this college or this college? Should I marry this person or this person? Because yeah. <laughs> we often have many proposals waiting. But like, yeah, yeah. The, it's easier to flip a coin than to wait on yep. the Holy Spirit. Well, and the other part of that was when people were bringing the two options before the council, it wasn't like a bad thing and a good thing. Mm-hmm. It was two good things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, should I have extra chocolate pudding or should I have vegetables? <laughs> you know, it's, it was, should I go to this college or this college? You know, mm-hmm. there, were, there were two things of equal weight, of equal value. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't, it was something that mattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both good options. Mm-hmm. And so, so now we, we often, I mean... We have lots of decisions that we make in life mm-hmm. now from like you said big ones and from which route do I take to work to where do I go to college where where do we buy a house where do we how do we parent our kids how right. who do we allow our kids to be around yep. um, what do we spend our time our free time doing and the Holy Spirit um, is with us in all of those decisions now. And I just think it's so interesting that the early church wouldn't allow that form of decision-making. And they didn't, they wouldn't credit to God, I think, anymore after that because the Holy Spirit dwells in us. Scripture says we are temples of the Holy Spirit. In fact, uh, we're looking at and thinking then, so if this is, this proverb is, Old Testament, right? It's not wisdom for us today. We were then asking ourselves, so what does then the New Testament, after right. Jesus came, after the Holy Spirit came, what does the New Testament say about decision-making? What counsel can we get from the Word of God? Yep. And so we turn to Scripture. Yeah. James 1, verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. And I just love that he gives generously without finding fault. Sometimes yeah. I think that jumped out to me too just now. Really? Yeah. What about it? Well, because there's sometimes a lot of shame attached to the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like you sometimes feel like, well, I should be able to decide this. I should be able to figure this out. But there's there's there there will come a time when you just don't know. Yeah. But. You seek out the Holy Spirit, and and Scripture says that the Holy Spirit seeks out the mind of God, mm-hmm. and that is through Him, and we have access to that. I think back to our Bible school professor that would always say, "There's an answer to the thing." Mm-hmm. That you, you seek the face of God, you you be led by the Holy Spirit, and there's an answer to the thing. There's the 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 things that concern you concern Him. Yeah. That's good. He gives generously without finding fault because in big decisions, I think in big decisions, we can feel afraid. Mm-hmm. We can feel shame. We can feel anxiety. But he gives wisdom generously without yeah. finding fault, without condemning us for our limited humanity. Right. Like we are not made to be um, to be infinite. Yes, Yesterday in church, we... We sang a song, I wrote it, the, the lyrics down, it stood out to me, like, you shoulder my weakness. Yeah. 
And that is on purpose. Like, we were made to be human, limited. We were not made to be able to strong in, to be strong independently on our own apart from the Lord. We were made to be dependent on Him. And so He's not going to make us that way. Right. And then shame us for needing to be yep. dependent on Him. Well, on the flip side of that is, you know, you have your big decisions. But then you have all these little decisions that sometimes you treat them as just trivial. Like, oh, I'll just do this, whatever. But so much of who we are is a result of all those little decisions. Mm -hmm. And so to include the Holy Spirit on those things that you think don't matter, because it all matters. It all, it's, it's creating your character. It's creating your culture. It's creating your environment and the atmosphere of your home. Those little decisions, how, how you responded this time will kind of set the tone to how you respond next time. And that's going to kind of create how you are as a parent and how you are as a spouse and how you are driving your car and how you are shopping. You know, mm -hmm. it's all those little things. It's creating who you are. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, those big things matter. Those little things matter also. You know, scripture says it's the little foxes that spoil mm -hmm. the vines. Those little nips at at your day i really love that you thought about the flip side because i've i think we're we think about a lot our daughter's about to go to college next year like we're thinking about a lot of big decisions but that i think is maybe even more significant uh, equally as significant yeah. because it's something like so this number is wrong but the principle's true something <laughs> like 90 percent of our decisions we make are habit as yeah. in, we just do them and we're not consciously using active brain power and our brains are made that way so like we can do the things we need to do right. throughout the day. But 90% or some a huge percentage of our day, we're not consciously, intentionally choosing. Yeah. And so we need to have habits that are that we do need to at some point say, I need to intentionally build these habits. I need to intentionally um, stop and pray turn off my phone, have a yeah. conversation with a friend, have times of fasting, have times of rest where I'm not working because my dependence is on the Lord, not on right. my own capabilities. Um, that's really good. Yeah. And not being afraid of that, that reflection, that introspection, um, because it's, it's so good and helpful to just stop every once in a while and think, what what have I decided today? Oh you know? my goodness, what a good question. What, what decisions, what, did, what I decisions make? did I make today? You know, and, and just try to flip through the things that you just thought of or, or just did out of, out of rote or out of just reaction. Mm -hmm. And maybe you might start picking up on some, some traits and some things that need some tweaking because you're just you're just doing so much and you're you're just doing and you're not thinking you're not being intentional with your day right and i think like what you said what things did we react to mm -hmm. maybe where we should have decided like when someone uh behaves in a way that i don't prefer <laughs> am i choosing am i deciding or am i just reacting and yeah. um, this makes me think of pastor's sermon from yesterday right to add to your faith the goodness and the knowledge and the godliness and the kindness and the self-control. Absolutely. And I think, though, all of that comes back to Ephesians 
chapter three and pastor ended his message on this. And I just love that, that all of our, um, obedience flows out of being rooted and grounded in the love of Christ. Our decision-making, it says, um, Ephesians 3, 16, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. There's that bottom Mm -hmm. rung, that foundation. If you missed the sermon yesterday, you can watch it online. And I pray that you being, that was not Paul, that was Danielle, that part (laughs) about the sermon. (laughs) Verse 7, verse um, 17, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now, if we are full with the fullness of God, we are able to make decisions and work in love and self-control. Yeah. And I just, and I love that. And so maybe we'll just end with verse 20 then, the next verse. This verse is very, very popular, but you put it in context. It's about the love of God being rooted and grounded in him, that our identity first is in him. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. It's just good that like, what has decision making to do with the love of Christ? Everything. Everything. Like if we are rooted and grounded in the love of Christ and we grow in that wisdom, there's an overflow into our life that we can trust the Holy Spirit. Jesus said in John 14, trust in God and trust also in me. The Holy Spirit is at work in your life. He loves you. He wants you to live a life that glorifies him more than you want to live a life that glorifies him more than than I want to. Um, and so thanks for listening. We pray that you will be encouraged and, and spend this week digging into the love of Christ and thinking about what the love of Christ has to do with our decision making. Mm-hmm. And pray. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your goodness. Thank you that we can trust you that uh, we can bring all of our decisions to you, the small ones, the big ones. Gosh, even the ones that we're just unaware of, God, we can bring all of them to you. Your word says we can cast our cares into you because you care for us. And so we do that. God, help us to remember to do that Mm -hmm. because we trust you. You are a good, good father who has good, good plans. We love you. Thank you for this week. Thank you that you lead us and you guide us. In all things, in your name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.